for everybody whose faith fading, I found three things that happen because of God's amazing grace. Can I let you know something? That God will meet you at the depth of your doubt. See, I'm not saying stuff to get you hyped. I'm saying stuff to get you healed. This message may not mean nothing to you today, but it will mean something to you in a future season. And God is saying no matter how low you are right now, his grace, unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor and kindness will meet you at the depths of your doubt. But do you know what God does for people who have fading faith? I found it. He does three things. When God wants to heal fading faith, he does something tangible. When he told him, put your fingers here. Tangible means something you can touch. He did something that Thomas and doubt could touch. And then God says, because you don't have the faith to be all up in the seventh heavens and hear a prophetic word, you need to see something real. He said, I'll do something tangible and then I'll do something visual. And that's when he said, look at my hands. Everybody say, look. See, remember what Thomas' request was. He said, if I don't see. And God said, okay. But many times when God shows up, we don't want to look. We don't want to see. So he said, I need to engage a lot of your senses right now. Because you won't believe this is real. And I know you don't have the faith because your faith is faded right now. To believe some prophetic word that I give you five years ago in your daughter's room. You need something that you can really see. And so he said, I'm going to give you something you can touch that's tangible. I'm going to give you something you can look at that's visual. And then look at this last one. I'm going to give you something that's personal. That means it's something that's very specific. And when he said, put your hands into my side, how much more personal can you get? The only other place in the Bible where I see God putting his hand into somebody's side to do something is when he took Adam, put him to sleep, and he put his hand into Adam and pulled out a rib and he made Eve. That, this is the Savior saying, I'm about to recreate something in you that wasn't there. Put your hand in my side. And I'm going to do something. Everybody say personal. When God wants to heal fading faith, he does something that's tangible, visual, and personal. And that's why Thomas believed, not because somebody gave him a prophetic word. Thus says the Lord in 98 days, Jesus is going to appear. I ain't got the faith for that right now, bro. My bills is due. My kids is out of control. I can't. Sorry. But if somebody came and met the need and paid the light bill, if somebody mentored that child because their father left them and so they needed a fatherly figure in the house, if God actually brought something to somebody's life whose faith was fading, that was tangible, visual, and personal, maybe they'd have the opportunity to, everybody say, believe. believe. Say it like you mean it. The whole reason that God will ever do something that's tangible, visual, and personal is because he wants it to be believable. The whole reason that God gave us this building and that we're sitting in faith of people who gave last year 
Do y'all know we were at 1519 West Pine having five services when we took an offering. And, and I said, we're giving to the future of Transformation Church. I don't know what God's going to do, but we're believing. But four years earlier, God gave me the plan, but I didn't see how it was going to happen. And he said, there were people who gave when they didn't see. And now we're sitting in the miracle. The reason he's doing it is because he's saying, yo, every time you come to church on Sunday, I want you to sit in something that lets you know I'm believable. So if I did this, what is cancer? <laughs> if I did this, what is lupus? If I did this, what is your family? Y'all don't hear me in the place today. If I did this, what is your marriage being restored? If I did this, what is your tuition being paid off? If I did this, what is the car that you... Ah! He does it so it can be, everybody shout at me, believable. So Thomas says, Lord, it is you. And then Jesus says, yo, Tommy, it's been me the whole time, bro. Look at verse 29. This is so important. You don't miss this. Then Jesus told him, I understand where you were at. And I understand how bad you were hurting. So because you've seen me, you had something happen to you that was tangible, visual, and personal. You've believed me. I'm glad you're back, baby. But he used this moment to teach the disciples something very clear that I want to teach to everybody in this room. Blessed are those, though, who I ain't got to prove myself to. Blessed are those that'll give and they don't know what we're giving towards. Blessed are those who put their faith in me and sell out to me. And I don't have to give them a roadmap to everything that's going to happen. Blessed are those that have not seen me and yet have believed. Both of those people are in the room today. So there's tons of people in here who are ready and crazy faith to give. And there's other people. Your faith is fading. So I begin, I begin to ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want to do? He said, I came to the church today for the one. The 99 with crazy faith. I'm about to bless that. I don't care if they give one cent that they found in the couch this morning. I'm about to bless. Because blessed are those. Ah! who give and they don't even, they, you ain't even got to put God, I don't know what you about to do, but ha, here it is, every day. But not for doubting Thomas, because I'm taking away that label from him today. But for Thomas, for Jill, for Sarah, what'd you say your name was? For Keon. This is for Kian. I said, this is for Kian. If everybody else in here is okay, this is for you, Kian. This is so that the faith that's been fading in you, I feel the presence of God right now, that God is about to take this thing to it. I said, this is for Kian transformation. So I said, God, what do you want me to do? He said, today on the season where you're supposed to be giving as a church to what God's doing, Michael, I want you to be irresponsibly, irrationally generous. 
I said, what? He said, there's people in here that are ready to give, but there are people who I don't have their heart yet. And they're not going to get it until I tell them, here's something that you can touch, something you can see, and something that's personal. And Acts 20, 35, it says, it's more blessed to give than it is to do what? Some of y'all don't believe it, but we're going to say it one more time. It's more blessed to give than it is to Okay. So I need everybody to bear with me. We're about to give in just a minute. But one thing that happened when, when I became the lead pastor of Transformation Church is the Holy Spirit said, Michael, I can never let you teach a principle that the church is not doing for itself. So we teach the principle of tithing and we give 10% of everything that we give we, we, in our paychecks and stuff, we, we give that to the Lord. And some of you today, I'm so excited I heard one guy's testimony. Today, instead of giving up over and above his tithing offering, he was like, I'm just going to start doing my tithing offering because I ain't been doing that. And he said, I'm just going to be more faithful and consistent at that. And, and, and for hear me, God would rather consistency than one drop in the bucket at one moment. Because it rebukes the devourer for your sake. And it opens the window of heaven and pours you out a blessing that you cannot receive. And I'm, I'm encouraging somebody that maybe... Your crazy faith is to say, God, I'm going to step out and I'm going to start honoring you with 10% of my income every, every time I get paid, every time I get increased. Well, when I became the pastor, we didn't have no money as a church. And what I mean, no money, it was some money, but it might as well be no money. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit says, start tithing 10%. And at that moment, I started giving away to missions, missionaries, organizations, all this. It could not help transformation church it had to help other people and God says when you are somewhere that I can get money to and then I can get it through I can keep giving you more because God gives seed to the he gives seed to the so the first year that I was a pastor some of y'all were here I stood up with my knees shaking at transformation church and I said God told me today that we're going to be a generous church I believe it in my heart, guys. I really do. I believe it. I see it. It's in the future vision. And I said, today I want to take an offering. And what we're going to do with this offering is we're going to give it away to other churches. And that day we raised 8000 extra dollars. Miss Tammy was there. And that next month we gave away $8,000 to churches that were in better position than we were financially. And God said, you just sowed a seed into the ground that is going to produce fruit for the rest of the ministry. Yeah, you can thank God right there. Because we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be able to impact community. We wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. Okay. So this year, we've been more generous than we have ever been in our church history. And that's not because of me. That's because you get it. No, hear me as a pastor. I want to take a moment. If you've never had a pastor do this for you, <laughs> welcome home. Hear what I'm telling you. Because of your generosity and your faithfulness to honor God with 10% and get your ducks in a row and get your money right and do all of these different things that we've taught you how to do. Nobody can make you do it, but, but, but you've done it. Transformation Church has had the most money we've ever had to go out 
and bless organizations. Can I show you what we did this year? Can you put those organizations up on the screen? This year alone, because of your generosity, we've been able to give over $250,000, oh, no, y'all don't hear me, to end sex trafficking, to build churches in America and abroad, to help children get back from foster care systems, to help people re-enter in society after they've been locked up. Oh, y'all don't hear me. We have been able to help schools and sponsor people because of what you've done. But the Holy Spirit said, Mike, you can do more for all these organizations. I said, what you mean? He said, check the missions account. I said, Lord, when did you magically put this money in the missions account? He said, in front of the entire world, because millions will watch this. He says, I want you and Transformation Church to do a miracle that is tangible, visual, and personal. So to the foster care system 111 project, we're giving you 20,000 extra dollars today. Fitting back in, 20,000 extra dollars. Our churches, to help build churches, 50,000 extra dollars. Hope is Alive, $25,000. 821 to stop sex trafficking, 20,000 more dollars. To Charles Page, $15,000. To Just the Beginning, $10,000. To Griffin's Autism Center, $20,000, y'all. To Pearls of Hope, $20,000. To Solid Foundation, $10,000. God can get it to us, and he can get it through us. Somebody give God some praise. That's what we're doing. Sit down. You're going to be, some of y'all ain't had exercise all week. Welcome to your fitness class for today. I promise you, you don't want to leave. Because what God's doing is something that you'll talk about at your workplace this week. A year and a half ago, there was a church called Church on the Move here in our city that saw what we were doing in North Tulsa. And they said, I don't know much about this church, but we want to sell $20,000 into this church. And they came over, and I'm telling you, that $20,000 changed everything in that moment. Our, our CFO will tell you we were at the point of making decisions to let people go. And these people heard from God to sow a seed into us. And so I told Miss Tammy, I said, if we ever get the opportunity, I don't want to just give them the $20,000 back, but I want to double it. So church on the move. There's a check for $40,000 in the mail. From Treasure Hall, y'all. Y'all don't want to praise God with me. Touch on the move, text them. <laughs> but it don't stop there. See, Bishop Gary and Pastor Debbie started this church in North Tulsa. And, and, I, and when he went there and he took his shoes off on Greenwood and Archer as a white man after the horrible race riots that happened 
in 1921, or, or the race massacre is really what it was, that happened in 1921 where there's been racial division in the city of Tulsa. All of this time, God told the white man and a white woman, can we give God praise for our founding pastor, Bishop Gary McIntosh and Pastor Debbie. We love you guys. We would not be here if it wasn't for them. Thank you for your obedience and your crazy faith. Yeah. But God planted this church in North Tulsa. And we still have a building in North Tulsa. And when God opened this up, because y'all was trying to kill me by having us do four and five services. We had to find another location. And God opened this up. But we heard the rumblings. Well, what about North Tulsa? What's going to happen? Baby. We ain't never left North Tulsa. <laughs> our building is still there and our influence is still there. But I wanted to publicly help everybody understand that God is helping us meet a, a need that's tangible. What else? Visual. And what else? Person. Okay, 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 okay. This is, I love this. So there was a church on Sheridan and Pine Pastor Lawrence Peoples going hard for Christ Church. He's reaching people that most of y'all would, would, would pass by. And they just got a new building. So if you know anybody at going hard for Christ Church, tell them there's a check for $20,000 in the mail. And while you're in North Tulsa, head over there to the Dream Center where we did our outreach yesterday and gave an entire school Christmas. Tell them $30,000 more is on the way. side of town. That's how much God cares about you. While you're in here giving right now, God's somewhere working it out in your face. I dare you to rejoice right now like that just happened to you. I need some help on the stage. I just need a couple of stand-ins real quick, y'all. Y'all come up here. I just need, I need the people to 
be able to see people because y'all don't realize that that when we're given to organizations they represent people okay and these are just people that come to transformation church but they're different ethnicities and they're different people that that have have probably some needs but i need you to understand that this affects people so 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 today transformation church i was just skimming through some of the crazy faith cards that we we, we had people give and sign online and I said, God, how can this be real, real? Like not just an organization in Haiti. Yeah, we, we did that too. But sometimes you need to see people. So this is Ivana. Did I say that right? Okay. So what y'all don't know is last week for Haiti's faith, I came in with 3,000 notes right before the sermon. And Ivana was running the pro presenter, and she made sure y'all saw everything. And um, I just felt this sweet spirit, and I've known CP Curtis Price for a long time. And uh, I just saw, just happened to see that you're actually from Tanzania, right? And you guys got married, but you needed $3,500 to finish the legal work so that you could become a U.S. citizen. Can you open that box real quick? It says it's only crazy until it happens. On behalf of Transformation Church, we've given you $4,000. Welcome to the USA. I said welcome to... Welcome to the... Y'all better rejoice like it happened for you. Yeah, y'all keep praising. What's up, bro? I love you, Brian. Hey, this is Brian. He's one of the amazing drummers here at Transformation Church. And so I was just scrolling through crazy faith cards, and he, he was believing God for a lot of stuff. And he's been coming here faithfully, playing drums for our church for, what, about a year and a half, two years? year and a half. And um, I happened to play drums the other week at the uh, crazy praise thing. And he was back there just serving and doing all kinds of stuff. And I was like, man, how often do you practice? He's like, man, I don't even have a drum set. I said, what? I said, you come and serve and you come up early to practice on this drum set and you don't even have one. Could you open that box, please, for me, Brian, real quick? Just open, just open it, bro. Just open it. His card says it's only crazy till it happens. Hey, back in the back, I got you a brand new drum set. a drum set of my own will come out of nowhere so I can practice properly. Come on, God. Y'all pray. Oh, y'all don't. Is this a great? I love you. I love you. Come on, stand up here with me. Oh, God. <laughs> this is Miss Charlotte. And um, God is so faithful, ain't he? Yes, he is. So, so Miss Charlotte has been dealing with health issues for a long time. And she was diagnosed with lupus, how long ago? 12 years. 12 years ago. And um, her and a prayer partner have been believing in crazy faith 
that she wouldn't just have money to get treatment and stuff, but that God would heal her of a disease that they say can't be healed. Uh, somebody say it's crazy until it happens. This past Thursday, the doctors called her and told her, ma'am, I'm so sorry, but we've checked three and four times and the lupus is gone. Um, uh, 
Now, I don't know where you're going to lunch, but ain't nothing there as feeling as this right here.